G'day sports by Fry fans. Thank you for tuning in to another Fry's Fast Five. Uh, I did plan on filming this episode outside in the nice uh, area we call the kiln, as you can see. If you're listening on the podcast, this might be a bit weird, but uh, it's hot as hell in Perth right now. I'm not here to do the weather, though. I'm here to talk about sports, and there's some big sporting action happening. Finally, we're going to get some footy this weekend. Thank God. No offence to the AFLX, but that doesn't really count. Pre-season kicks off tomorrow night with Carlton and Essendon going head-to-head in the first JLT match. Uh, if you're listening to this on a Thursday, then you'll be able to head over to the DT Talk site. Actually, it's Dream Team Talk, not DT Talk, technically. And you'll be able to read my first piece on the cash cows this year. I'm releasing a bit of a JLT watch list. Uh, pretty big honour being handed the cash cow responsibility. Jeppo and the Milkman have done pretty well in the past, so fingers crossed I can hold my own in that regard. Uh, I've done some homework dove into the guys that you need to know about so you can check out the full list on their website. I'm also, by the time you're listening to this, maybe you will be published, going to do up a bit of a JLT question list, some things that we need to have answered, not just fantasy-wise but football-wise, before the real competition kicks off and what we want to see from the JLT. We've got two weekends of pre-season action. Hopefully that can determine some of the uncertainties we have in the football world. But, yeah, thank God footy's back. I've been fanging for some footy ever since I got back to Australia. And finally, this weekend, it's going to be the first little taste of what should be a pretty good 2019 season. Now, it wouldn't be a Sports by Fry video, podcast, uh, etc. if I didn't talk a little bit of basketball. Checking in with the NBA, and I tell you what, those people that put money on the Lakers to not make the playoffs, it's looking like a pretty good bet right now. They're currently two games under 500. They're three games back from the eight seed Spurs, who are actually starting to fall apart a little bit. But uh, the Clippers, who I thought might take a dive, have shot themselves up. Lakers, not so much. They've got a pretty tough-ish schedule coming up in the next half a dozen games. They're going to go to the Pelicans, lol. But they also have to play Boston, the Nuggets, and the aforementioned Clippers. So should they go three for three from these next six games? I think they've got a couple of easy beats in the middle, maybe the likes of Phoenix or someone from memory. But yeah, if they drop all all three of those big games, it's going to be very tricky to see the Lakers clawing their way back. Hopefully they can uh, get Lonzo Ball healthy. I think it's been a bit underrated how much they've missed him. Brendan Ingram's actually been playing pretty well lately, and we know that Kuzma can score, but outside of that, LeBron's just struggling to find teammates. So don't really know why uh, the Lakers were aspiring for, or had playoff aspirations if they signed the likes of Lance Stevenson, Michael Beasley, JaVale McGee, you know. No offence to those dudes, they're not scrubs, they're better than me, but uh, they're not exactly the type of dudes you want in a playoff pursuit. LeBron's not getting any younger, his years are ticking away, so be interesting to see how the Lakers go in the next week or two. Also, uh, yesterday, yesterday, day before, I posed the question in the MVP race, and I'm curious to hear people's responses. What do you think matters more, individual stats or team record? Now, obviously, in a perfect world, you want to have a good blend of both, but I think at this stage, I tend to weigh in a team's record a little bit more. I like to reward those teams that win the conference, that have a great record, etc., pump teams, not just the likes of James Harden, who's putting up great individual stats, but it's not necessarily translating to his team's success. Now, you can definitely make the case that, uh, of course, if you haven't caught on, I'm talking about uh, Paul, uh, Paul George, talking about Giannis uh, from Milwaukee. So if you haven't caught on, those were the two that I compared. Obviously, the Bucks have a better record than the Rockets, about 10 or 11 games, I think. They've won more than Houston. So Harden definitely has the individual stats up his sleeve, but Giannis 
does have the team record. So I side a little bit with Giannis and that team record. No offence to Harden, who's putting up great scoring numbers this year and doing something that we haven't seen from a guard since MJ, really. But, yeah, I do tend to lean that way. Uh, Nikola Jokic might be talking his way into the MVP combo after a pretty stellar game in a win over OKC today. Um, quickly before I wrap things up, I'm going to, by the time this is out, probably talk a little bit about Le'Veon Bell in my next uh, Sports by Fry question time. Very interesting to see where the star halfback's going to go. Personally, I think he might end up a New York Jet, maybe with the Houston Texans. Those two teams are in the top five for salary cap space. The Packers, Tampa Bay Bucks, um, the Colts, all three of those teams have been linked to Bell. So he's a big piece that could move the needle if he buys into wherever he goes and he could change things. Uh, Next week, I'll be doing a JLT recap of everything fantasy and everything footy-wise we've seen, including a recap of the NFL Combine. Until then, peace.